Hello everybody and welcome to Urban Legends and Things. Couldn't come up with a better name than that. Anyway, today we are going to be talking about Japanese urban legends. So, I'm going to pull up on my phone some Japanese urban legends and we can talk about them. Um, I know one, or I know a few, but, okay, well, look at this. So, the howling, un <laughs> I suck at pronouncing things, Ununaki Tunnel. The true mystery of the, <laughs> oh my god, I suck at pronouncing the true mystery of Ununaki Village is whether or not it, whether or not it ever existed. Rumors of it have persisted in Japan and online since the 1990s. Supposedly located deep in the Ununaki countryside of, I'm not even gonna do all that. You can come on this website. It's called blog. I can't even pronounce the, whatever. This abandoned village is said to be only accessible through the Inunaki Tunnel. The stories that all who enter the village are doomed to a violent death, these myths and tales also seem to mention there is some sort of official sign stating the Japanese constitution is not in effect past here, meaning all who enter are on their own to face the real or supernatural horrors that await. So. I haven't looked into this at all, because I literally just looked up this website, but I haven't heard it about this before. I've heard of a few, um, because according to the website, it says these conspiracies or rumors were inspired by a brutal ma uh, murder that took place in the Inunaki Tunnel. So, it's kind of just been remote by itself and rarely used by traffic. And it was a popular spot for gangs. Because it, like nobody went through there. So, um, and it says here on the website, One afternoon in December 1988, a group of teens kidnapped, robbed, and tortured 20-year-old... I, I cannot read that. Before burning the young man alive deep within the tunnel. So, I'm guessing these guys burned this other guy in that tunnel, and apparently he was screaming so loud it sounded like a dog howling, or like there was a dog howling while that was happening, so... Anytime you go through that tunnel, you hear a dog howling, I guess. But, um, oh, nah. Nah. These pictures, nope. Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. Uh, we're not doing that. Um. Yeah. It is currently 2.48 in the morning. I didn't even realize that. I'm not even the slightest bit tired. That's weird. But anyway, it's 2.48 in the morning and I just saw a creepy picture, so let's not do that right now. But uh, I guess I'll talk about some supernatural experiences myself. So, I hang out with my cousin a lot. 
and he has woods behind his house, and we love walking through them, exploring them, see what's in there, and all this other stuff. And we had recently discovered skinwalkers, so we went skinwalker hunting. And it was a pretty fun night, at all. Um, it was really fun, a lot of fun. And we found this sort of enclosed type um, area, and we and it looked kind of like a nest. So we decided that we we're gonna go in there and sit and turn off our lights and see what happens. So we turn off our lights. We're chilling. Keep in mind, his dogs are with us, and he has like four or five dogs. So those are just walking around. But uh, we notice footsteps. And they're not the dog's footsteps, because it was like they're walking on two feet. But, um, yeah, we heard that, and we turned on our lights, and we left. And we haven't gone skinwalker hunting since. I mean, we've wanted to, but we've never got towards it. But, I feel like we should, and I might, like, record a video like posted on YouTube or something so if you want to go check that out um that's cool too um and me and my cousin have just had a lot of paranormal and supernatural experiences with a lot of different things I just can't think of all of them uh me and my other cousin it also involved the previous cousin but me and this other cousin, we were all hanging out, and the other cousin that went skinwalker hunting with me ran off. And, um, he ran off, and we were running after him, and we got tired, so we started walking. And we start walking, and we think we see him. Because we see two glowing eyes behind a tree. And then we get out this nature trail, because we're on a nature trail. And we we get a call from him. And he goes, hey, where are you at? You we are like, we just got out the nature trail, that wasn't you behind the tree? And he said, no. So me and my cousin were a bit scared. But, um, we're fine, obviously. I'm talking to you right now about this. Um, but... There's a lot of things that happen here where I live. It's just a crazy place, honestly. Not super duper crazy, nothing tr not nothing like oh my god. But there's just a few things, a few unexplainable things like near my area, Louisiana has the loop the loop uh, the Rougarou story. My bad. I was thinking of a different story. But the Rougarou is like... Basically this werewolf swamp slash swamp monster. It comes after misbehaving children. And the only way to really get away from him is like... Place 13 to 14 candles. And um... It's pretty funny. Actually. I find this part of the legend funny. He can't really count more than 13 or 14 so you gotta place like 13, 14, maybe 15 candles so he, every time he starts counting 
He has to keep restarting, so that's how you get away. And he has to go away, like, once the sun comes up, I think. So, um... That's what happens. Um, yeah. But, um, I'm gonna stop here. I know this is a really short podcast. I'm not like the other podcasts. Like, I don't have an hour worth of my time talking about urban legends and stuff. I'm probably gonna go play some, like, Super Mario 64 or something. To, uh, calm my nerves. Um, but no, for real, I'm probably gonna make a few episodes, see how it goes. And, uh, I'll see you guys later. Peace.